Welcome to Turning Purple, where we take an in-depth look at life as an independent artist. The good, the bad, and the kiki carry of it all. Oh, hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> oh. Never get She's old. She's got... Is it a bang? It's like a a, a painted bang. Well, it's like a it's ba- like a painted cunty bang. Yeah, it's like a painted cunty bang. I've got a painted part. A painted part. It's a painted part. Um, the head, the part is my head that's painted, and it's a part on my head also that's painted. The same part. So many things. <laughs> More things. Well, lovely. Thank With you. With a nice neon. Um, Ensemble. Ensemble. Yeah, this is my. This is part of the. You look like you collection. got ripped off of a wall at a roller rink in 1985. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Perfect. 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 It's a gorge. It's like <laughs> so gorge. Oh, my painted, gosh. I also painted on a little bit of a sneer. With your so eyebrows? Like, no, with my. Lips. Oh, with your lip, yeah. So one like lip I'm is sneering at you. One lip is like doing the Elvis a little bit. Very upset with you today. Well, <laughs> what's new? <laughs> what's new? Um, so if you're just joining us for this season, oh right, we we're talking about spiel. season spiel. We're talking about process. This is like a perm, like a pro- like yeah, like a triple process. <laughs> I did have, I had a triple process once. It broke right off. I it's so funny. <laughs> Me and my brother, for some reason, when we were like, I think I was, I don't know where, where, where was I? How old was I? I can't remember. I know I was young, but I did go and get a perm because my hair is really straight, right? Uh-huh. And I always wanted to have like wavy hair. And I was like, I want to, I want, I want to go, I'm going to get a perm because to make my hair wavy. Guess what? <laughs> Spiral curls, bitch. Ooh. And I was like, oh no, ma'am. And then I got it reverse processed. Really? Yes. They can well, put it, they yeah, can they put can it back, put it in back, your back hair as long as you it'll know. come out. Yeah, it'll come right out if you wash it for in less than. Because my hair was like long. Yeah. And for some reason, and my brother perm. too. My brother at the same time went to get a perm. Like we went to get. Perms. Did you both have spiral perms? Or did yeah, come out better he, than yours. No, I think they both ended up way too curly, like way curlier than we were looking for. It was bad. The grass is always greener. Yeah, I mean, I was like, well, it, yeah, I got greener real quick when I was like, nope. <laughs> I tried to do it myself. I wanted a, a red pixie cut. And it's the first time in my adult life that I'd grown my hair out enough to like make that happen. So I did it myself. You straightened your hair? Yeah. Well, I bleached it, straightened it, and dyed it. And then it cracked <laughs> off. Yeah. It looked really you cute. Bleached it and straightened yeah, it? Yeah, it looked great. That's not it looked, a good idea. It looked great for a, uh, for a day. One day. <laughs> and then uh, when I slept on it, it just broke off. Crackle, crackle. <laughs> Whoops. So uh, I just shaved it. Maybe if you would have done a little bit more investigation, investigation. on your hair process, oh, look at you how you might have look had a different, connected that a happier together. ending. A happy, well, I do love a happy ending. Who doesn't? <laughs> um, 
Anyway, season spiel. This season, this season, this, this season, season, this season, we're going to be going about a project. Process. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. I have a process. Damn it. Taking <laughs> an in depth look at our process because we've gotten some requests to talk about process and we always give each other dumb, dumb face and are like, we don't know. So it just happens. It just happens. So we're going to investigate. Ooh. Because that's the step of the process that we're on. This whole season is going to be a deep dive into the process. And since we haven't, neither of us have thought much about what a process is, we did some light research. Because uh, light, ser- light research is the best research online. To <laughs> I don't find know if it's the best, but it's light the kind research. that we do. <laughs> yeah, light research is the best research. We went online to find out. Uh, to look for some steps to a creative process that spoke to us. And we came across seven steps that spoke to us. Seven steps. Seven, <laughs> seven steps. Great and front lamp. Say it again. Seven steps. I was just doing, I was doing like real world. Seven strangers, strangers. I don't know. No. Wait. I don't know. True story. True story. <laughs> that was true story. <laughs> okay. True story. Seven strangers, seven <laughs> steps. That was go- what was going on in my head. True story. <laughs> anyway, there anyway, was seven steps. seven steps we came across that spoke there's to us. All different, let, there's, there's all different tons kinds. Of different. But this is the one that we were like, this works most, this makes the most sense to us. To so us. let's go with let's this. Let's use this as a lens through which to examine our own process both previous, current, and otherwise. Uh, and there are seven steps, and the seven steps are as follows. The steps go as follows. Intention, incubation, the one we're doing today, investigation, a composition, clarification, correction, and completion. Completion. Goshi completion. Investigation. Inspector Gadget. Oh my God! Well, that kind of I was thinking about Inspector Gadget too. I used to love Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I I used to love Inspector Gadget. Investigation. I mean, we are the gay. Are you the gay? I am the gay. Oh, um. So Invest- we could call it investigation. Investigation. I like it. I like it. Investigation. Mm, see, <laughs> you gotta be. You gotta bring it into twenty twenty. I'm wearing a vest today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Dad. invested in this outfit. Get it? <laughs> yeah, I got it. Everybody gets it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just crack myself up. I you swear. really do. <laughs> I swear. My stars. My stars. <laughs> what is uh what is this what is an investigation? What does it mean to you? CSI? Yeah. I feel like procedural. There's there's gotta like be a, a magnifying glass involved. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a procedural, even though they ruined life in general for most people hmm. their perception of the process of investigating crimes right. and also like completely contaminated fun fact we could talk about this on after hours i guess to go but like completely contaminated every jury everywhere csi how csi is ruined further ruined 
our criminal justice system even more ruined than it already was. It's true. I don't know. I don't know where you got that from, but... In my brain. Okay. Um, <laughs> investigation. Right up in my noggin. I get, you know, <laughs> like... Um, right off the bat, I guess I get doing the research. Research. Um, background checks. Background checks um, are important these days. Kind of like never know. letting... But but at the same time, like there's research where you know you're literally going and looking for stuff and learning new things about it. But I think investigation when it comes to the artistic process can also include exploring, letting your thought process, um, kind of going through the thought process. Like I was saying last week with the songs, some of the songs that I was thinking about, I would think about a title for a song, mm-hmm. but then I'm thinking like the, it could go this way, it could go that way. And it's kind of like letting myself investigate each different way in my head before I actually start doing anything. Yes. You know, so I don't get tied down to anything. It's just like, I'm just l- like kind of playing out the, options in my head and investigating like where it could go. You know what I mean? So not even necessarily like going to like look at something or look up something. It's just like investigating in my own mind, you know, in my own imaginarium. In your own imaginarium. Well, you know, I love an imaginarium. Yeah. I spend a lot of time in mine. (laughs) Always have, always will. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. To me, it comes across as like, the nuts and bolts, the getting, the gathering, the gathering, uh, gather, the gather, gather, <laughs> designers, 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 gather. gather, um, the gathering of the bits and pieces that you need to create. Mm-hmm. Getting your ducks in a row right. before you begin. Yeah. Uh, before you begin the actual tangible yeah. process of creation, whatever that might be. Right. Because the next step is composition. So yeah. we're about to get, you know. You're about to get into the about to get real. And it occurs to me that the more thorough your investigatory stage, uh, the easier it's going to be to actually make something. If yeah. you have everything that you need with you. Right. It's always, uh, in, in, a, in a, if you're talking like, Physically making something is is what I yes. go to. Yeah. You're like physically making like something. Like you can't start sewing a dress and be like, oh, uh, I need to get some thread. You know, like exactly. no, bitch, it's no. not going to get done. Well, it occurs have, to me. I don't have the fabric. It, like, exactly. well, yeah. It occurs to me maybe this works. Well, this definitely works as well. And it's something that didn't, that I haven't been doing forever. I've been baking my whole life. Pretty much. It's as soon as I could reach the oven, I started baking because I was a, such a little dang it. I loved baking. Um, but even though I watched tons of cooking shows, um, I always thought that, you know, and on cooking shows, they always have everything out that they're going to use already. Right, and I was right. like, it's just a show. I don't need to do that. But guess what? If you have everything that you need already on the counter, baking goes i mean it's so much easier once i started actually doing that uh it made baking so much easier because mm-hmm. you can see everything that you need you can go through it 
like it's just much easier to start it's much easier to make physically make something right. if you have all of the components. You've already looked You've into assembled like, all I the components. This, I need that. I'm not going to have to run to the store in the middle exactly. of this because that definitely ha- happened to me right. before. Right, and that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just like when I go in to make a track um, to make a beat or whatever. I'll, um, I'll have. Sometimes I do it where I'll set it up. So I'd be like, I'm gonna. I already know I'm gonna use this kick drum, this snare, this hi hat, this bass sound, this piano sound. Like I already know, mm-hmm. and it's always so much easier because I don't have to think about it and like go through five thousand snare sounds before I'm like, okay, this one's gonna work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it always makes it like a lot smoother. And then, you know, maybe I'll have to go and grab a couple things here and there, but like at least I know where I'm, what my base is. You know. Exactly. Because otherwise, it's, you know, you could sit there for three days looking for the right drum sound. So, and nobody wants that. And nobody, nobody wants that. So, yeah, I think the most practical or the most, the thing that comes to the top of my mind, the thing that comes to the forefront of my imaginarium is that just getting the the bits and pieces that you need to make whatever it is that you're going to make. And then I, I think that, I mean, investigation, uh, I don't know where inspiration, inspiration kind of can come in and out in a lot of different parts of these steps. It occurs to me that, insti- that investigation is incorporate, you can incorporate inspiration as a right. part of your process and not w- as opposed to waiting for something like lightning to strike you. You can look yeah. at inspiration as as something that you can actively pursue uh-huh. while you are in the throes of the process. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I mean whenever I feel like I whenever I feel like I am tr- I'm trying to write stuff and I just don't know and I'm just like kind of at a loss, usually the thing that helps me the most is just to put on some music that I've never heard before, like some new music. And I, that kind of like can get my head, you know, in a, in a space where I'm like, oh, well, listen, like what these people are doing and, you know, not to say like copy, copy off of them, but like just to hear new songs that you never heard before, it kind of like inspires me to create, be able to create something and like, I don't know, just like kind of can like shake it up and get some ideas out of there. You yeah. Know? It's kind of a way that I'd use like investigation when I'm kind of trying mm-hmm. to, before I start, if I don't already know what specifically I want to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, it seems to me that, especially for people who aren't familiar with creating, um, inspiration can feel very intimidating. It can feel like this thing like, that you're just supposed to wait around for, like yeah. a gift from the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see how that could be very, uh, could dissuade you. Because lightning doesn't always strike. No. You know, no. it doesn't always strike. But if you, if you, like, that's why I feel like viewing inspiration as a, investigation can help you view inspiration as a part of the process yeah. and not the beginning of the process. Right. Uh, Inspiration can come 
um, doesn't isn't necessarily come from on high. Inspiration can come from many different places, and you yeah. find inspiration you look through and investigation. Yeah, you can look and find it. It's not always just going to yeah. pop out. Investigation out of is is I think a part of it is has to be looking for inspiration. Yeah, for uh, to move on to your next step, to like to to maybe change your eye before you start creating. Or get you motivated to start creating, give you uh, a better idea of what it is, the specifics of where you want to go with what you're making. Like all uh, these days, I find that patterns like inspire me because I'm not, I never learned how to make patterns. So, if I find I come across a pattern, then I'm like, that's cool. I can like cut it up and suit it to my needs like this. Mm-hmm. I definitely I love a uniform. Once I come across something that I like, it's hard for me to uh I tend to want to do it over and over again. <laughs> like the same cut of yeah. a dress. So I I have this dress in like I have like four of these at this point. Mm-hmm. It's probably try and find another pattern now but it's part of my new i have i have like maybe four or five different silhouettes that i'm working with for like this season of erica whatever mm-hmm. this is um but i've found inspiration in like patterns this is like an old like 80s jumper pattern the sleeve mm-hmm. and the top is like a i just kind of cut it in half so yeah i look to a lot of different places i'll look at different, mostly older couture lines um, or I always find inspiration in my 80s, trashy ladies. Mm-hmm. I love a prince protege. I mean, it's, the 80s, in my opinion, was just the height of design in all aspects of this century. It's my favorite I mean, it was fun. For design. It, it, clothing design. Uh, the boys were wearing crop tops. Yeah, it was my it was my favorite for ever. Like aesthetically, yeah, <laughs> aesthetically the eighties. Everything hair was about big. it. Memphis. Yeah. Oh, girl, everything about it is just amazing. All my a lot of my favorite leather and lace. Leather and lace. Love it. The eighties and then like you know nineties was the was, I think the height of. Um, for me, haute couture, right? Like glamour, glam, high glam, high concept haute mm-hmm. couture. Um, like who who was really turning in the nineties? Like Shalayan was is tremendously inspirational. Not that I could ever even like hope to create something on that level, but it's tremendously inspiring. You know, D, um, John Galliano was turning it. Uh, also, um, you know. Gautier was turning yeah. it in the nineties. You know, McQueen was turning it. Everybody, I mean, everybody was just turning it in the nineties. Fashion mm-hmm. was really amazing. So there are plenty of ways. Like when I feel like I need to investigate, I generally or need to investigate to inspirate. I find inspiration in those things for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you've uh, investigation has played? a large part or small part or any part in anything that you've done in the past looking back? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because like, you know, we're, we're fine. We're getting into this and like, I'm thinking back and I'm realizing that I did do these, uh, you do like do these steps. You just didn't, you don't really realize that you're doing them at the time. Mm-hmm. When you're creating stuff, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if you think back, you're like, oh yeah, of course I had to. I had to do that. These yeah. are the steps, and that's why they're the steps. But um, if you're if you're if you're one way or the other, creation. maybe yeah, maybe you've done a little bit more of one or the other. But like, um, it's all involved. It's all yeah. It, it all kind of like mushes up into one thing at, at the end of the day. But it's very helpful to separate it out though. Yeah, but I it's, a, it's it very helpful to like understand yeah. what's actually, you know, going on. But yeah, I mean like writing songs, um I remember specifically writing when I was writing Faggoty Attention, uh Johnny had given me the title for the idea the idea like told me to write a song called Faggoty Attention, kind of as a joke. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't do anything with it for a while. And then I was on vacation in Florida. Like we were driving to Florida from Ohio or something, like a long trip. And so I was bored. So I started writing this this song, Faggoty Attention. And I was like, you know, just writing it in my head and like writing, it, writing the words down on a piece of paper, but not like recording anything. Mm-hmm. And I remember trying to think, well... If I'm going to do this song, I want it to be super catchy, right? And I want it to be a dance song. <laughs> so I was like, super catchy. Let me just make it easy for myself, which this I do not usually do this, but I was like, let me just make it easy uh-huh. and take some of my favorite melodic phrases from other songs. You mop. You're and mopped. Pop them into the song, you know? Gross. Mopping is stealing. Mopping but, is stealing, but, but great artists. As Martha Graham no, good famously said, borrow great artists steal. As Martha Graham famously said, I only steal from the best. Right. Hello. So, <laughs> um, I, the, and that's the funny thing. I usually don't do that. If I, Usually if I hear a phrase in a song, sometimes I'm writing a song and I'll write in a, a phrase and not even realize it, you know, mm-hmm. and then listen back to it and be like, oh shit, that's obviously this other song, you know. And then I'll usually change it because I don't want it to be the same. But but I tried to incorporate the melodies of other songs that I liked into the melody of Faggoty Attention um, purposefully, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I I used um, Donna Summer <laughs> because uh, it was like, now give in to temptation. Donna. You don't have to go home alone. It's hot stuff. Look da 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 baby. I don't have on my own. So I used, I just, you know, get into it. You know, why can't I remember the words to my own song? I see you looking like you're talking on your phone, but so I mean, I I kind of you know shook it around a little bit, but I used that like on the first one. I definitely did that on purpose, but I think in a way that it's kind of it's kind of not that obvious. But then obviously the chorus is completely obviously push it by Salt and Pepper. Faggoty attention, um, because I wanted. Faggity attention to stick out the most, mm-hmm. 
and I wanted an, an iconic me- melody. Yeah, and I, thought, I, you know, I never even realized that. Really? No, not until years, not until many years after that they had come and gone. Yeah, no, it was totally. You like, mentioned it many years later, and I was like, oh wow. Yeah, I mean, I even released <laughs> at the it, time. I even released it mashed up with uh, Push It on the remix. It still didn't EP. occur to me. And the funny thing, <laughs> the the weirdest thing about it is, when I I didn't really go and listen to Push It because I knew it in my head and I was just stealing the melody. But is it the it's same in key? the same key. Isn't, and I don't have perfect pitch. I didn't do that on purpose. It just happened. Because then I went to mash it up and I was like, I'll probably have to raise it up or put it down a couple steps or whatever. But I go to lay the acapella over, push it, and I'm like, oh my oh, God, shit. it's in exactly the same it's key. The same key. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Never even thought about it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that's part of, you know, investigation was... Like, what songs do I really like that I, if I want something to be recognizable, you know? And so I went and looked, kind of looked at it and like, what's an iconic melody? And I thought, I think the reason that I used the push it melody was because it wasn't a melody that was sung. Yeah. You know, that song, that that melody is not sung in push Mm -hmm. it. It's a keyboard. Yeah. If it had had been sung, it might've occurred to me. Yeah. But it wasn't. And I, and it didn't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't go faggoty attention because that would have been Katy Perry. Yes, um, but like, and I, I thought it was that interesting. Even out at the time, girl, <laughs> probably not. Um, but because we out, um, <laughs> faggoty attention, baby, let me make you feel right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh faggoty. Attention. I mean, Baby, all I need is the night. There you go. Um, <laughs> but no, but I thought it was interesting because I think I think I thinking back to that, I mean, who knows? But I think that the reason I ended up using push it was because I it was a it was a melodic thing mm. that was played by a synthesizer, so I felt like I could use that. And actually, um Beyonce. I think he did it before me. Nasty, put some clothes on on um, Nasty Girl or whatever that song yeah. is called. Um, so yeah, I was like Beyonce did it. So it occurred not? to me that <laughs> you know, Beyonce did well, it. Like fine, girl, you could do it too. <laughs> it occurs to me. Uh, I guess the most investigation was that I've done was when I was. Uh, in my performance art group called and subtitles in New York city. Um, I feel like we did, we did lots and lots of investigation. And I think that this is also another aspect that we used it for the most because we had a lot of limitations It's to discover if what you want to do is even possible mm-hmm. with, if your intention is even possible to achieve, like what, is possible for you to actually achieve with what you have. Um, right. And that's so what can what, we make with cardboard and yes. watercolors? Because we definitely, we had the intentions. We incubate on the ideas for, like, we have come up with the ideas. We'd have the song. 
you know, we'd incubate on what that would be for a while. And then we would investigate because our intentions were, were generally, we would come up with, the, we would have a song and the intention was always to try and come up with the most bizarre thing that we could think of to do right. to it. Um, that was also fun and entertaining yeah. um, and involved dancing. Because mm-hmm. we all live to dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. But then the invest a lot, most of the time was spent investigating what could actually be achieved with the limitations that we had. Because there was always a limitation of space, limitation of venue, you know, sometimes no there was a theme, there was a limitation of funds, there was uh, all kinds of limitations that right. were put upon us. Uh, so we always had to think of do a lot of investigating to see what we could do to achieve what we wanted to achieve and if or if the intention needed to be adjusted Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of i think it's uh like all the steps it's pretty versatile (laughs) it's all about verse these days hell yeah (laughs) so i've heard I wouldn't know anything about mm. that. Um, I think that, like I said before, this step is, you know, the more thorough your investigation, like the easier the the next step is going to be. Um, so like being prepared, that's what this step is for. Like is very, it's it's worth being included because of the, you know, you need to be prepared to create. And I think this step, like this step is all about being prepared, right? Preparing. It's like you're already lubed up. And you're already lubed up before you and even cleaned go out. In. Yeah, you're ready to go. Ready to go. Clean <laughs> as a whistle. You know, slick as a slip and slide. Ready to go. There you go. <laughs> was that your tongue pop? You still tongue can't pop. do your tongue, the tongue pop. After I don't all these sit years, around practicing. I feel like you do, though. Sometimes. sometimes I do. Sometimes I can do it. Sometimes I can't. I don't know. It just takes practice. Hey, we all have our talents. We all have our talents. <laughs> we do. Um, yeah, I mean, like, definitely uh, can, I think, um, when you're when you're already, when you do the investigation and then you start, I think it can really help with like deterring from the frustration of trying to compose something and like and giving up. running into a wall and being like, I don't know, it's not going to work. You know, it's like, well, maybe if you would have like kind of looked into what you were going to do before you actually sat down to wait, spend the time to do it, you know, you wouldn't waste so much time, you know? Truth. So. For sure, I think it. I think it's. I think it's necessary before you actually start to like put pen to paper or whatever you're doing, like put a little thought into it, put a little, put a little research into it. Yeah. Even if you're just researching in your own mind, you know, in your own imaginarium. Yes. In the vastness that is your imaginarium, <laughs> that is my imaginarium. Anything you think, you know, could be a possible hang up. I think, like I said before, that 
it depends on what your tendencies are when you create. Yeah. You know, I tend to linger. So uh, it would probably be helpful for me to put a cap on it, to put try and put a cap on the investigatory stage. Right. Like I'm only going to do this for this and you then I'm going to try to move on. You don't have to explore all the options. <laughs> you know, I think I tend to rush through stuff and probably not do as much investigation and not think about it as much before I start. So then I end up wasting time sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like I'll start something and then I just won't finish it because I wasn't prepared to start it in the first place. You know? So, um, but yeah, I mean like overthinking it, over you know, overdoing the investigation. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to know how the car works to drive it to the store. So that is true. <laughs> you don't just have need to, to know. go to the store. You just need to go to the freaking store. The gas. How does it, does it, you know, can you, uh, what's our investigation these days? Well, what are, what are you feeling investigatory about? Well, we Currently. kind of we had to we do an investigation do of, to do this podcast. Yeah, well, we did in general, but specifically this season. Yeah, well, this because season we was a little bit harder because we're talking about stuff that we before we were just kind of like thinking of subjects that we could talk about and then talking about them. Yeah, and now we're like talking about stuff that we'd never talked about before and kind of. We're still kind of just interpreting what these words mean to us, which is the, which is a decision that we made. Yeah, because from, we don't. Be, we're not trying get. to like run a TED talk here. No, not at all. We just thought we found something that yeah. we thought was helpful for us. But we still just you know we had to find the steps and we had to figure that out. And the new segments well, and stuff we're like kind of exploring different new things every week. So. For sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, and I think that this, it would be much harder had we not, I don't know that we would even be able to, I don't think either of us are mentally organized enough to do this without the, um, without the help of, uh, a guide. Oh, right. Because we <laughs> made we, this, like, we yeah. made, we made a form for each podcast to like kind of answer the questions that we thought we should be answering. Yeah. And keep us on track. Yeah. It's supremely helpful. Really gets it. Really gets it. Things flowing smoothly. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> um, I like a smooth flow. You do. Mm -hmm. A heavy flow. Well, sometimes the flow is heavy. <laughs> Ain't nothing you can do about that. Ooh. It's it's an just part of life, Adam Joseph. Um, sometimes she. I don't even know <laughs> what you're, where where are you going? What are you talking about? Heavy <laughs> flows. I just hear flow, and I have to say heavy flow. That's just the way my head works. Okay, you said you the one that said heavy flow. Um, <laughs> So where are you just going? Just came out. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, investigation. Investigation? That's when you're 
trying to use your gaydar to figure out, or you're looking at someone's Instagram and you're trying to look at his pictures to see whether or not he's gay because you can tell, usually. That's an investigation. That's an it's an investigation. Investigation. You're trying to figure if, if you're taking steps to figure out whether or whether not or not somebody's gay, gay through their social media. Not necessarily through their social media, but I mean, like, how else? You know, like if you see a hot guy and then you start looking at his Instagram, and you know he's wearing Marco Marco underwear and. He like has like a picture a drag con with Jinx Monsoon. Then you're like, oh, duh. I mean, that's easy. Yeah. That's easy. That's an easy one. Sometimes it's more one. in depth. Sometimes it's harder. Sometimes they're. I, I thought well, a little when more... I thought of an investigation, I was like, when you're like your initial forays into man on man love, it's an investigation. Always comes back to sex with you, doesn't it, Eric? <laughs> doesn't it with everybody? Investigation is your what? Your foray? Initial forays into man on man love. Like losing your virginity? No, just like investigation, rubbing up. Like when you're a kid and you like, you know, your friend, like the getting getting close. Talking about having sex with kids, Erica? Oh my God. (laughs) No. Nambla is back. Nope. Nobody's. That is not what we're talking about. When did we talk about Nambla on um, After After Hours? hours. (laughs) If you guys want to hear more about Nambla. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Join our Patreon at patreon.com. We were not speaking of it in any sort of advocatory terms. Just just, in case anyone is unclear about that fact. Joshing with you. Yeah, she's Um, just joshing. You can go to patreon.com slash turning purple <laughs> for our action packed, action packed um, after hours show, after show called After Hours. It's an after show. Um, it's called After Hours. It's on Patreon. You and uh, for it. it's a then, weekly show a right weekly after show. we record right here, right after Turning mm-hmm. Purple. And we've got, a, we also put our music up there, and yeah. both of us have a lot of music. In the cooker and that'll this, be coming out yeah. very soon, so you'll be able to have you'll you be the get first to hear. You're get this album that I keep talking about, all included. Yeah, me too. That's right. We're both got albums coming out, so that's you know, might as well just get the podcasts and then you get the album just as yeah. a little bonus. And you can give us money. Yeah, and don't you just you can support us, us for doing this podcast? It's only ten dollars a month. Um. But that's four quality hours of podcasting that cannot be heard anywhere else. Yeah. And exclusive. you can help us exclusive. And you can help us keep our lights on. Yeah. <laughs> Cause look at we need because we need a lot of lights going on here. Yeah, there's a lot of I mean, I don't I this is all natural light lighting. Mm-hmm. I look like this in every light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to investigate that fact. Investor. Gation? That is investigation. That is investigation. In looking at how much lighting is needed to make you look good, to make one's face appear youthful. Sounds like an investigation. Do you love, love, love turning purple? Do you love it so much? Can you not get enough of the dulcet tones of our sensuous voices well i've got amazing news for you fantastic news y'all you can get 
even more on our after show, After Hours. After Hours. Now available at patreon.com slash turning purple. An extra hour every week. Every week of the Kiki and the carry of it all, darling. So subscribe to our Patreon and you get not only do you get after hours, but you also get access to our entire catalogs of musica. Music. That's right. You can get all of our tracks and an HQ, extra, darling. HQ. And an extra hour, an extra episode every single week for the low, low price of $10 a month. That's not a lot. It's not that much. It's really not that much. So support us on patreon.com slash turning purple. How does she do it? How does she do it? How does she do it? Well, we it occurred to me that like I we had some original thoughts on what how does she do it would entail, and it was uh you know people that do wacky things. Why you be so weird? Like wacky things to create. And I think that that's a good that's a good place because there's plenty of people that do some wacky things. Yeah. And when you look at like artists are so kooky. Oh, artists <laughs> are really kooky, you guys. Sometimes so and just artsy, like really fartsy. quirky and kooky, <laughs> and I like to be yeah. a kook. It's a rock star East village. <laughs> rock star East village kooky. So there's plenty of kooks out there, and today's kook is a, a visual artist, which. Let's note the craziest. Yeah. You think that like, you know, rock stars and stuff are crazy. No. Writers and visual artists. Not I so. would say the craziest. Not so. Not On your so crazy meter? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I mean, just I mean, in general. I feel, just like, I feel, general. Like, I feel like our crazy meters are stuck. At the just end, a, but just a, I think it's just a general. It's hard for me know, to gauge. Even most like visual what is artists like any are sort like of aberrant over there on behavior the other, and anybody else because I'm the, such a fucking other, weirdo. Um, I don't know. They're out there. They're out there. <laughs> anyway, this week's kook. She's kooky. She makes kooky, kooky, kooky art. Yeah, very melty, very kooky. Um, Salvador Dali. Yeah. Uh, we came across. She had an interest in something we thought that was kooky about her. She kind of was interested in hypnagogia. Do you know what? Do you know what that is, Adam? Jesse? What did you just call <laughs> me? <laughs> a hypnagogic state is, or gogic. I'm not really sure. I'm going to say gogic. I like gogic. Hypnagogic state is the uh, in between consciousness. It's like an in-between state of consciousness. Like you're not quite awake. You're not quite asleep. And this is the point like where... you're blacked out? No. <laughs> that would be unconscious. <laughs> no, like blacked out drunk when you're still awake, but you don't remember anything. Mm, I guess that would, could be a chemically induced <laughs> state of hypnagogia, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but... Been there. I've been there plenty <laughs> of times, but I will never be there again. Never say Ta-da. never. I, I will say never because that's not something that I care to partake in. That's not a place that I ever 
want to go again. Like, and I can say that emphatically. Um, just because you don't want to go there. <laughs> it's not, I'm done with it. It's never happening again. So what is this like when you wake up in the middle of the night and you don't remember that you woke up? Nope. This is the state. This is between being, being awake, awake and, and being, being asleep. asleep. And like a lot of people like, yeah, this is like people um, can have experiences like out of body experiences ish. Uh, they can have, you know, you can be in kind of a hallucinatory state. Uh, some people think that it opens you up more to the universe and all of its mysteries. There's a lot of people that are interested in hypnagogia and like a hypnagogic state. Uh, but Miss Dali had a very interesting way of tapping into it. Um, he would, he called it key naps. He would take little key naps. He would hold a, key, a metal key in one, in one hand, like uh, to his chest, and he would put a, me a metal plate in his lap. So as soon as he left lost consciousness enough to let go of the key, it would clang in the plate and wake him up. And he said, that's the old, that's as much time as you need to be completely refreshed and to hap, you know, tap into that hypnagogic state and be creatively reinvigorated. But he believed in doing it all the time. He would do it many, many times throughout the day. He loved, he was a very huge proponent of the power nap. Hmm. I mean, and he had a very specific way of doing it. I like a nap. key naps. I never held anything while I was napping on purpose. I don't think that's true. Oh, yeah, on purpose. Um, but then he would wake up and then like start painting right away. Yeah, he would only, he would, those, the power naps would only, he would only allow himself to rest. He would never allow himself to get to a place of like com completely losing consciousness. He would just rest until he started to lose consciousness, and then the key would wake him up. Because hmm. that's all the time that you need to be refreshed and rejuvenated and open to the creative essence of the universe. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think about that? Uh, you love naps. I do love you, a nap. You stay taking naps. I love taking naps. Sometimes I just need a nap. Um, but I don't know about creating art while I'm half conscious because trust me, I've been on stage. No, and not it's not while you're half. It's not what he would take. He would only go. He would rest. Yeah, and then return to work. When he was awake again. Well, you do need to take breaks because you can really, especially when you're making music and stuff, you can get lost. And when you take a break and then you listen back after you haven't heard it for a while, you hear it differently. So that's, I'm breaks. a proponent for that. Maybe not key naps. Is this something you'd ever try? Probably not. <laughs> I take a regular nap, but I'm not trying to wake myself up right, whatever, right after I go to sleep. That's just annoying. Mm, that see, ain't no that's nap. Not, that's that's not, just dozing off. But see, there's a lot of like, uh, I took these courses in. If I'm going to sleep, in, I want to uh, sleep. College Alexander Technique and like Feldenkrais. There's a lot of uh, emphasis on active rest. Was that um, well, it's actively 
relaxing and resting because interrupting, they say that, you know, you should not, ripping yourself out of REM sleep is worse than never achieving it. So you shouldn't sleep for more than, they say, more than 20 minutes. You shouldn't nap for more than 20 minutes because that, in that because then you're, you've entered REM sleep and ripping yourself out of REM sleep is worse than, you could be, uh, the effects could be the opposite. You could feel much more tired, much less rested, much and uh, more like you want to continue to sleep. I'll take my chances. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> this, that, this is like pretty universally settled, like scientific fact. So sometimes I need to sleep for an hour. And I, day. I say that I completely agree. If, I, <laughs> if I'm down, I can take a very short nap and then pop back up and continue. The longer I sleep for, the longer I just want to stay sleeping. Hmm. I find it that if I take, if I sleep for too long, uh, yeah, I find that that's very much applies to me. For me, it depends on the time of day because I can do it like I can take a nap at tw- from like 12 to 1. That's fine. I can take a nap. I used to take naps before I would go to DJ at night from seven, six, 6 to 7 or 6.30 to 7.30 or something. I would take an hour la- uh, an hour long nap because I had to go DJ until 2. Mm-hmm. And I was waking up at like 6 o'clock in the morning. So obviously I didn't want to be awake from 6 a.m. till 3 a.m., you know. So I would take a nap before I would go DJ, and that was fine. But if I could go to sleep at like something about like the late afternoon, early evening, no. Because then it's like you wake up and it's like 6 or 7 o'clock at night, and it's like gross, like, you know. I feel when I usually that's only when I take a nap on accident, though. (laughs) I definitely don't haven't. I feel like maybe I need to explore. I mean, I don't feel like I ever need it these days, but I could see like when I was in school, active rest was a very helpful tool, and I did it quite often. Um, And it involves a lot of visualization um, to keep your mind occupied, so you don't actually fall asleep. But like one of the most helpful exercises that I found is you lay on your back with your knees bent and you have something to tie your knees together so that they can't uh, tie your legs together so that they can't splay open at like hip, hip width apart. So as you're kind of tied in this position, laying flat on your back, like with your arm, with like palms up and you visualize that your knees are hanging from a hanger like suspended, you visualize that your knees are suspended like uh, um, that you're either side, like your pair of pants that's creased on a hanger, like your knees are the crease mm-hmm. or the place where they're hanging over and they're hanging over on both sides. And then you envision that your hips uh, and your spine are like made of honey that's dripping and oozing out onto the floor. And you just visualize for like 15 minutes and you get up and go about your day. It's, it's, it's very effective. And what if you just fall asleep? You don't. <laughs> I probably would. If you, if you keep your visualization, if you time yourself and you do the visualizations, then you, don't fall, you wouldn't fall asleep. I, I didn't find myself falling asleep, but I did find it to be very, very helpful and very relaxing. I don't know if the... If I'd necessarily 
I don't know, hypnagogia. I don't know. That seems like actively seeking out that state of in-betweenness. I don't know if I'm down with that. It seems a little creepy. Yeah, it's like it seems weird because it's like once you fall asleep, you want to wake yourself up right then. Like why not, you know, because if you're but you haven't fallen asleep. Right, but if you're no, if you're like close your eyes and then you and you and you're holding on to this key mm. and then you fall asleep enough to drop the key, then mm-hmm. you did fall asleep basically. But yeah, but you just wake long up. Enough, it's a micro nap, right? But it's not really a nap because the second that you started to sleep, you drop the key, and then you have to get back up again. So that's not good. Mm, I don't. It can. I probably just drop the key and keep sleeping. It can be. <laughs> it seems weird. I feel like I want to be refreshed and fully alert, not in between anything when I'm trying to create something. But I told you, artists are weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see the benefit. I can see the thinking behind it. It's kind of just like active rest. Hmm. It makes sense. I don't know if I'd actually do the key and the plate thing, though. I mean, I think you're getting enough sleep as it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I don't know. I like to... I don't think about sleep and creating things as going together very much but got to be awake when you're doing a gig right yeah you're not asleep though <laughs> this isn't about making things when you're asleep well how like you just woke <laughs> up i don't want to just wake up and do a gig either because i'm not going to be like refreshed well, and thing. alert the reason that you don't feel refreshed generally when you've gone to sleep is because you've interrupted REM sleep. If you don't, that's the whole principle behind micro naps and cutting your naps short. Mm, I disagree. Well, <laughs> all right. She knows better, ladies and gentlemen. I disagree. I think an hour is nice, a nice solid nap for sure. I feel better. What's 20 minutes going to do if I've been up for... Inter- you're not, the point is you're not like interrupting a sleep cycle is uh yeah but, but you but don't that's the thing. But when you fall asleep when you take a but, nap it's for more than just an hour it's like three hours that's not necessarily true <laughs> you're making stuff up but <laughs> no, also I'm you're, not. Talking about, you're talking about a sleep cycle when if i normally go to bed at 10 but i have to work until two and i get home at 2 30 don't go to sleep till three o'clock in the morning and then I normally wake up at five or six. I think I need a little bit of extra time in between those two things because otherwise I would completely miss my sleep cycle. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think that there's a lot of different interpretations. I think it also sleep has a lot to do with the individual. There you go. Hold that key, bitch. I ain't holding nobody's keys. A keys and a plate. That's not, I don't think about sleeping. <laughs> See where I'm going with that? I don't know. No. What do you mean? Cocaine, Eric. Oh, keys, keys plates. A, oh, well, you, you wouldn't, the key is for when it, if it wasn't on a plate, you wouldn't need a key. You'd need like a razor blade and a straw. Well, keys and plates, two oh, ways okay. to. All right. <laughs> well, because they're just separate. 
the, yeah. <laughs> you, well, the, you see how I didn't get it though, because they're separate things. You only need the key before it gets. If it's already on the plate, it, you don't need the key a, anymore. The key, the key if it's in the, the bag. Key, the, key, the key if it's in the bag. The key in the bag. If it's on the straw plate, on the plate. Straw on the plate. <laughs> There's methods. <laughs> a mess. <laughs> Another legendary. <laughs> I'm going into some. Icon- We're going into some iconography, darling. Yes, iconic. But also someone that we do know. Yes, um, a friend, an icon, um, legend. I don't know if I call her a friend. I mean, we're friendly. Yeah. Uh, not that, not to say that I wouldn't be her friend. I'm saying like I don't know her that well. I don't know her that well, but either. I I know I know she knows who I am because I she, she am just too. texted me the other day. Yeah, there you go. Um, but we were talking about the legendary, legendary drag queen, extraordinaire, Je- genius, genius comedian, comedian, right tricks. Um, Jackie. Beat. Jackie motherfucking beat. I mean, she is, you know, we've talked about a, a few of them on the show, but she is in that group of like the legendary queen. The legendary queen. And we're not and talking about dragons. No, we're talking about legendary. Inspirational to us. Yeah. As young people. Who faggots. have forged their own path. Mm-hmm. Um, to success, you know, to um, fame, like around the world. Yeah, sisters, doing it sisters, on their own. Sisters, sister done did it for herself. Yeah, bitch, for damn sure. Uh, with no shortage of talent, talent and hard work and, and hard dedication. Work. Dedication. Uh, um, the first time, I mean, I've always found her. T- she's uh, so talented and so funny. Um, and extremely intimidating. <laughs> right. That's what I'm, I'm like. She, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she, I'm even her friend, but like, she's I never hung very, out with her because she's like, kind she's of, extremely, I'm a tremendous. You don't want to say something this, because she's got, she's always got a she's quick just comeback. So, she's so smart. She's so quick. And like, I um, find it extremely intimidating. Yeah. And I know that I am not the only one. No. <laughs> um, you just don't want, no one wants to be, uh, Either, you know, especially if it's not on purpose. No one wants to be in a battle of wits with Jackie motherfucking B. No, bitch. <laughs> especially if it's not. Don't try. Especially it. if it's on accident. Yeah. <laughs> because I, because the funniest people are the smartest people. That's it's all it true. comes down to. You gotta be. Yeah, you gotta be smart to be funny. Yeah. Uh, and the bitch is. Fucking hilarious. The yes, first yes. time I saw her actually was at the cock when they were still doing Foxy. Um yes. in the East Village. Uh and that's probably where the intimidation like me being intimidated by her as a figure began because she was led like 
legendary scorched earth burnt house down yeah. reads uh, from very unsuspecting people in the Watch crowd. out. <laughs> Watch the motherfucking out door link. Yeah. Um, so that was my first experience with Jackie Beat. And I was like, my first time that I had actually in person, but I remembered, I knew who she was because of Wigstock. Wigstock, yeah. She's really good friends with Lady Bunny, mm-hmm. um, Sherry Vine. Um, Mistress. Yeah, Formica, all, all the New York, you know, staples. Um, Give us her, uh, she, some of her things. Well, you can check out her Instagram at Jackie B, J-A-C-K-I-E-B-E. Again, you probably... All anyone within the sound of her Hopefully voice knows who the know fuck who she, she is. is. But like, but we just want to, you know, just for posterity, posterity for posterity. <laughs> I can't um, speak anymore. And she was, you know, she was in. She had a uh, group like a band called Dirty Sanchez. Such great with songs. Mario Diaz. Dinner party, dinner party. Do you remember <laughs> the song? They've got amazing they music were, videos yeah, too. The music like, videos are really the good. Music videos are really fierce. Fucking on the dance floor. Yeah. Fucking on the dance floor. Everybody's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. Look at you. Um, check you out. Check you out. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're so good. Dirty yeah. Sanchez was an amazing project. Mm-hmm. Um, really takes me back to a very specific time in New York City as well at like Lux when. Uh, you know, the whole hipster electro thing was just starting to happen. Mm-hmm. It was like Avenue D. Avenue D, Wit. Yeah. Um, Those bands. Yeah. Larry T. Larry T. Um, and this bitch also, like, writes for everybody. everyone. Everybody. Give them, a, like, who was she written for? Um, she wrote for, well, she wrote for Roseanne. Yeah. Um, she. I have to look it up because this list goes on and on, girl. I think it's important. Rosie to know O'Donnell. To get, like, you know, just to get a glimpse into why her status is so legendary. Um, she's been in movies. She's been, uh, you know, involved in that way. But she's also written for yeah. many, many, many other. Uh, performers. Elvira. Yeah. Um, fa- she was a writer on Fashion Police, which was my favorite show when Joan Rivers was still on it. Um, she's actually written for like the haters roast for dr- the drag queen, the drag race girls. Like all of them. Um, uh, she wrote, yeah, she wrote for Roseanne. She wrote for um, Patricia Arquette, Sandra Bernhardt. Margaret Cho, Jennifer Coolidge, Kate Flannery, Jane Lynch, Ross Matthews, Joan Rivers. I mean, the list goes on and on. She, I, and this is this is why, this is really the crux of why she ha- is, has her legendary status in the ballroom, darling. Uh, because she's not only is she an amazing performer in her own right with her parodies and her very long, very successful. Uh, long-running shows in New York and glo- and around the globe. Yeah, uh, if you ever get a chance to see her live, it's a fucking treat. Buy that ticket because she's amazing. She's hilarious. She's got she's got and she's a got million an amazing voice. Hilarious, 
Um, She's got legit pipes as well. Yeah, uh, she can really actually sing. Yeah, that's the thing. She <laughs> she writes like all these crazy parodies, but then she performs them, and she has a great. She sounds great. Yeah, she's it's not like a, it's not like you know, cracked out drag queen like that can't really sing. She actually has a really nice voice. Yeah, and um, she's actually. In a feature film right now. Oh, yeah, she is. You guys should check it out. Uh, What's th- it called? This movie just came out. It's called Stage, Stage Mother. Mother. Stage Mother. We need to rent it. Um, but it's got Lucy Liu. It's got Adrian Grenier. Mm-hmm. And so, or Grenier. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like she's like playing like a drag, drag queen. queen. Um, she's playing a drag queen. But I think she also appears like out of drag just as a guy too. Well, she's an amazing actor. Yeah, she's like one of the featured actors in the movie, so that's pretty exciting. She's one of my favorite, I mean, queens of all time. For sure. I mean, she's one of, she is empirically one of the best drag queens of all time. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, I don't know, I don't know if like that's what gets you to the legendary status. I think it's like, you you know, you obviously have to be really great and really turn it, be able to turn out a show. But, but she's like, also extremely she's successful. Been doing she's it been doing it forever. forever. And she has never stopped like, you know, pushing forward with new projects and just like, She's still doing. Sh- she's still doing shit like through the fucking quarantine. Like, yep. let me do an Instagram show. Let me do whatever. You know, like this bitch does not stop. So she better work. She better work, and you better, better get recognize. Into, you better recognize. You better get into her if you don't get into her. Love you, Jackie. Jackie beat. Jackie beat. <laughs> Working hard, bitch. I was in my room all day yesterday. Yeah. Working on a new song that I thought of. Well, I started making the track the night before. And then I woke up in the morning. I was like, I'm going to make that. Into, I'm going to listen to that. I was like, let me work on that track a little bit more. And I was like, the idea for the song came in my head. Couldn't stop. Had to grimes it out. You do. You have been. You grimed it out a couple of times lately. Yeah, you've been. Um, grim, you be grimesing. Like no time for a shower. Just stay in my room all day. Whatever. I sleep when I'm dead. Um, you're good at grimesing. That's like I don't know. I really I'm not, enjoy I'm it. I'm not good at grimesing. I cannot do I, it. I enjoy it. I enjoy to like just like grind it out and um, get it done. I do not. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, I know. Um, because it would be nice. That's kind of how things happen. Not you don't, don't have to you... just lock yourself in your room to get things done, but you can. Well, I didn't lock myself in my room. I just started I just, working. I'm on just it saying that I it doesn't work didn't for me. Stop working I can't on do it until <laughs> I was happy with it. I can't do it. I mean, I'm still going to work on it a little bit more, but you know, the the 
the song is written, you know, and the track is pretty much done. But like, what else was I going to do yesterday? I don't know. Whatever. Staying. <laughs> um. What about? Uh, yeah, we. I mean, we did. Got everything done that I had hoped. I did all my things. I, I did all my out. things. I did my. Um, I took pics. Of the thing, the one major thing was like, remember to take pics of myself when I'm in drag, and I did both times. I just got to keep that going. Got to remember to do it tonight, and I remember to do it on Thursday as well. It's a rough life, and I gotta. <laughs> Gotta remember to take pictures of myself. Yeah, well, it's that's it's on the list, girl. <laughs> it's important, just as important, important as anything else. Gotta do it. Gotta remind myself to do it. Yeah. Also, got to. Um, do you ever leave yourself notes? Rem- yeah, I leave myself notes all the time, but then I misplace them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I find notes uh, every time I do laundry, like all my pockets have notes in them. Really? I never do that. But I know a lot of people that put like notes of notes on the mirror and stuff, like to remind themselves of whatever. Post its. I should get some post its. Put them on my mirror, maybe. Anything. I'll try anything. But I we did do, I mean, we've been sticking to the sketch, getting songs done. Yeah. Uh, we filmed. If we filmed. We now, I think, have a, a clear idea of what these things need to be. We did some filming. Uh, we filmed a couple of things that aren't going to work, um, which is fine. That happens. Yeah, uh, it's just kind of like they just aren't. It's working. not always what you see in your head. No, it isn't. And we needed. I need to release that and move on to something different. But the the what we the plan we have now, I think, is uh, is pretty is good and will work for what I want to do. But the two things that we did film, uh, we know how those are going to go now. And I think it's going to, they're they're pretty much going to be exactly what I had envisioned. The other stuff has already turned into other, into something different than what it was. Yeah. And which is fine. And, uh, you know, like, like I've said so many times, I've really grown. I can really see the growth when I think about how something, like when I put myself, when I think about how I would have reacted to situations that I'm in now, say two years ago or even last year. Mm-hmm. And I can see very clearly what my triggers were and that they aren't. I'm not being triggered anymore. And it's much easier for me to let go of things uh, than it used to be. It used to be very, very, even, and even, you know, very, even very recently, you know, as recently as last year, it was very difficult for me to move past. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy that, I think it's a byproduct of, you know, like I've said before, it's a byproduct of this experience of doing this podcast. It's also a byproduct of, you know, my mind being chemically altered, uh, on a by day, on a you know, on a daily, pretty much daily basis, but that's fine. Everybody's altered on something these days. I'm just on coffee, but you know. I mean, after I think after you know, 
two gallons, you can that qualifies as it being <laughs> definitely gets me going. That qualifies as being chemically altered. <laughs> yeah, I think the first the first you know four hours of the day are the best for me. After that, it's all downhill. But like, I just want to get stuff done in the morning when I wake up. With and it's like it's crazy. I'm definitely I've turned into a serious morning person. Um, I'm I used not, to not be. I used to not be. Not a morning person. I used to always stay up super late until, you know, three or four o'clock in the morning. But now I've been going to sleep earlier and earlier. I've been going to sleep at like 9 30, 10 o'clock. Yes, you have. It's great. It's scrap. Yeah. I love that scrap. It is. Yeah. I, I love mean, that I, I've scrap. been, um, I've been trying to, you know, I've been getting the stuff done that I, promised myself that I would get done like working out and um what else did I say um I did more songs for my album yeah you're it's like, actually you're very, technically could be it could be completed if you wanted it's not, it to be I mean it's not done because I haven't recorded the vocals like, no, but the for writing of the songs but could the writing be done if you wanted it to be and like the main main you know the heavy lifting of the production work on the on the music is pretty much done um so, but I'm not sure. I'm thinking about maybe keep keep think keep keeping going, keep incubating mm-hmm. and investigating. Um, because my intention was to do ten songs. You like how I'm using the terms here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> my intention was to do ten songs, and I, I have do. To, I have ten songs. I really do. <laughs> I have ten songs, but now since these songs have been coming out, so so great like and i've been so happy with all the songs that i've created and like not had to spend that much time on i think i might want to like just give it a little bit more time and maybe a couple two or three more songs might come out you know do it and um get it girl i mean this is it's a it seems like a very short amount of time you've accomplished quite a lot yeah i mean it's only been if you want to keep going by all means keep going yeah it can't have been only a month. When did I get back? What month was I gone? Jul- July? I don't remember. It was like between July and August. And now it's almost October. So it's been about a month and a half, I think, since I got back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, It's a very short weeks. amount of time. No, it's not. To six write weeks? an album? Not Seems really. like it. I haven't even been working on it all the time. I've only been working on it like maybe a day or two out of the well, week. I'm just saying that. If like, I was working know. on it full time, it would have already been done. Okay. But keep it going. Yeah. If you want to keep gonna, it going. I think I'm going to get a couple more songs in just to, just to, you know, I want some more fast songs. That's what's in my head because some more fun. Some more toe tappers. Because I always tend to go for the slow jams. Yeah, of course. Um, but I would like I to like get. like a toe tapper. I would like to get something, you know, that they could play in the up in the club. Up in the clear. Yeah. So we'll see. Let's we'll see how it goes. I believe in you. Um, you can do it. You could do anything. Uh, like, what do I want to do? Well, I mean, I need to keep. Got to take pictures. Gotta keep. I got to remember to keep. Keep remembering to take my pictures. Um, and I got to keep remembering to get to tr- force myself to get on social medias and do some promotions. We're trying to kind of add on to our live stream and try to up the exposure. And so we're, we're in the process of like 
trying, maybe starting to try new things with that. Yeah, I need to think of other ways for me, you know, other things for me to do to try and up my profile, which I have a plan for once I have enough stuff to start putting out content. But but what do you mean by enough stuff to start putting out content? You know you can just put out whatever you want whenever. That's the well. I want to have enough. About well, I want to have enough so that I can rotate projects and not have be in the same thing. Oh, that's not right. We talked the same about outfit. that. <laughs> we talked about that. But the thing is, you don't have to come out with a new episode every week. You know, you could just put one out there and then when you're ready to put the next one out there, you can just put it out there. Well, once something's ready, I will You know what I'm saying? Out. Like, because I think you, you, you structured this whole thing like, I'm going to do 10 of these and I'm going to do 10 of these. But then we like, we got to it and you're like, well, maybe this isn't exactly what I want to do. You know, so it's like, I think it's, I think it's better to sometimes just focus on one thing, get it out of the way. And then if you enjoyed it, if it worked, and if, you know what I'm saying, then you'd be like, oh, maybe I'll do a series of these. But like you were like, let me do five different projects and do 10 of each one that I've never tried before. So I don't know. I think it could be intimidating. I didn't think it, I'm not intimidated by it, but I definitely do am having like, I definitely did have a pretty clear idea of what I wanted, how I wanted it to go down. But it's already veered. It's already dramatically veered from that right but i I think you have some kind of schedule in your head i do and i don't think it's really that important because you come out with one video like come i think coming out with stuff is the main goal you know what i mean like as soon as possible so i think you should keep that in mind okay (laughs) Got to give them the content. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like that. It's like I always think of that. Uh, I've brought this up before, but I always think of that episode of um, AbFab where it's like her birthday and someone in the house and there's like is a therapist who has like a book about um, birthdays or like getting older gracefully. And she's like, has all of this like knowledge and it's like trying to help someone like age gracefully and like, you know, accept what age, you know, be happy with where they are and the age that they are. And then um, because she's in her forties and she's, she's in her forties and uh, the, and Adina's turning 40, but then, all it takes is she asked her that one question. Like the grandmother asked her a question. It's like, when will you be 50? And she has a fucking panic attack. Mm-hmm. Get it? I always think about that. My mind is very much works like that. Do you know what I'm saying? I yeah, still have a lot. I still have a lot of, I still have a lot of that. Out, but there's, yeah. but when you, soon, when you throw another per- question into the, it's a conversation and it can fuck it all up. It fucks my... If I, it's hard for me to incorporate immediately. That's definitely something that I <laughs> need to work on. 
It's not that serious. Well, I'm making YouTube videos. It's okay. It's gonna be. I know it's gonna be all right. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's gonna be fine. But I definitely still. I mean, well, it sounds like you're getting into the territory of a little subject that I like to call "How's your head." Oh my gosh, Elvira, I'm sorry. Are you all right? Yeah, I think so. How's your head? I haven't had any complaints yet. Haven't had any complaints? Yeah. I haven't Um, had any complaints. Yeah, I've actually been feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Getting it done. I mean, I've talked about this before where like making music and like makes me kind of feel like you know finishing songs writing songs creating is like what makes me feel good and getting stuff done and being able to like see it and like filling up that playlist in my iTunes with my album makes yeah. me feel really good getting and stuff done does feel really good i mean i love the stuff that we've been working on i feel like the process has been going pretty smoothly Mm -hmm. and we've been coming up with some really cool stuff yeah and i feel like i've been learning a lot about everything about what i'm capable of especially like recording it's been this is the fastest we've been able to record something together ever I think that has a lot to do with my confidence as uh, in every way. I feel more confident as a person mm-hmm. um, in general, and I think that translates <clears throat> to our work together. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's hard to create stuff when if you're not confident in what you're doing because then you're like, well, maybe. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, know. I've always had – I'm just talking about like as in like – Singing or and uh-huh. performing and uh, creating I mean, in every aspect, I've always lacked self like you know confidence, but I think I've made a lot of progress towards um, you know loving myself more and being kinder to myself inside. Like mm. not not tearing myself apart. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just like doing oh. stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that this is better. Do you think this is better? the exact same way? Now I can listen to the like songs that I've made, and I'm like, you know what? I like this. This is good. Instead of being like, God, why does it suck? Why am I the worst? You know, why can't I do anything right? You know, I used to be. That used to be me all the time. Uh-huh. And now I'm finally learning to be like, you know what? It might not be this, but that's because it's this. And this is what it is. And it's good. Just because that's it. It's, you know, if I like it, then I like it. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. I'm really feeling great about sing, much better about singing in general, like recording. Like, I feel like I'm just beginning to understand 
Mm-hmm. Like all the, I mean, all the things that we've recorded, which admittedly isn't that many. Um, I feel like I'm only just beginning. Like something's clicked. Like I'm beginning to understand what it is that needs to happen. And I think that all that a big part of that is, <clears throat> you know, self like acceptance of what I sound like. Yeah. And like releasing my, like, that's what I, this is what I sound like. Mm-hmm. Just be trying to make, yeah. Trying to be the best that I can be sounding like me. Right, right. You have to embrace your and voice. And not trying to sound like somebody else mm-hmm. or trying to perfect. Trying to sound like somebody else never works. Not, not, not even just that, but trying to, it's the same way, like, I feel the same way, like, overanalyze what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, just like let my voice happen because it does. Yeah. It happens when I am in the correct headspace and mm-hmm. I'm beginning to know what that is, where I'm supposed to, because I really didn't have, even have a concept of what I needed to be thinking about when I was singing or like recording specifically. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but it's also like, I think, going to translate really well to performing. Um, cause I'm exploring like different parts of my range yeah, and like different parts of my voice, different ways of singing. Like I can sound good, uh, singing different ways, mm-hmm. uh, that are, that sounds like more me and is not, I'm not trying to be something that I'm not, does that make sense? I'm not yeah. trying to make my voice. Right. I'm not trying to make my voice into something. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting my voice be what it is. Right. Yeah. And that's, uh, I think that it takes, I've heard that's not uh, something that I would be able to yeah. have been able to do. I heard you have a right now. really good vocal producer as well. So yeah, he's all right. He's <laughs> kind of a dick, but I love him. Tough love, <laughs> tough love. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I've been doing better with going to sleep. You've been waking me up when I fall asleep yeah. on the couch when we're watching mm-hmm. TV because I will fall asleep like it. Minutes after I eat dinner, yeah, I'm. Be- I mean, and if I, if I, I think notice it's been you better, sleeping, though, because I, if I notice I sleep, you sleeping, I wake you up. I sleep. I go. To, I've been going to sleep at like nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then waking up at sometimes three, sometimes four. It's harder to wake you sometimes up. Sometimes five. What do you mean? It's harder to wake me up. Like when you've when you've been asleep on the couch for a while, usually I just say your name and you're up and you go to your room. But uh-huh. when you this when you're have just fallen asleep, it's uh-huh. weird. When you have just fallen asleep or you're about, or I can see you falling asleep, I have to rouse you like two or three times before you'll get up. You're Salvador Dali and me. We need, I, maybe I should get it's a key odd. and a plate. Maybe you should get a, a key and a plate. It's possible. I'm telling you, I would just drop the key and be like, whatever. Yeah. I'm staying. I'm staying right I'm here. going to sleep. Um... Is it time? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Is it time? I think it might be time. Okay. Unless you want to talk about your head some more. I think my head is in good shape. We can always right now. talk about your head on after hours. <laughs> Let me write that down. And talk Erica's about my head. Erica's head. head. <laughs> No, we're going to talk about I I it, talking about Foxy and Jackie B. It made me think of the cock, and girl, like I, we could just tell like a couple stories. Oh my god, I can't even tell some of the stories. God, that place is so legendary. It's too hot so for many, after hours. 
So many things have happened in that oh place. I just God. can't even. I think maybe we we'll should We'll tell just, some cock stories. Yeah, we'll tell some cock stories. On patreon.com slash turning purple. Subscribe now. Subscribe Only now. Only $10 a month. Only $10 a month. And you can we support do spell these hoes. Lots. So the tea is so, so everywhere. Because we need your support. We do need your we support. Need your support. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of tea on after hours. <laughs> yeah, we spill. I've always had a tendency to overshare. Yeah. And me the confines too. of this podcast has not really, doesn't really lend itself to oversharing. Right. But after hours, after hours definitely does. Definitely does. For so, sure. If you like an overshare, <laughs> head on over to Patreon. All right. So it's time. It is time for. Add a girl. Add a girl. Add a girl. Add a girl. You go first. You want me to go first? I mean, I can go first if you want. Ladies first. Ladies first. Well, then. I mean, we'd be pushing each other out the way then. Right. I guess. So wait, am I going first? <laughs> I guess. We're both ladies. Ladies. I'm a lady. I do lady things. things. <laughs> like attend the operations. <laughs> <laughs> um, you go ahead. Okay. <sighs> Erica. This week. You stuck to your recording schedule. You took the pictures that you were supposed to take. And above all, you've maintained a positive outlook on all of this project, all of these projects that you've been working on, even though they've changed into something that you didn't maybe think that they were going to change into. And for that, most of all, I am proud of you. <laughs> Congratulations. Yay! Yay! Good job, Erica. <laughs> such a talented, Aww. creative, artistic <laughs> woman. Um I don't we didn't even introduce this. If this is your first time watching um this portion of the show, we are doing what we like to call self-congratulating um, and telling ourselves and making ourselves aware of the goals that we've accomplished um, and congratulating ourselves for it because it means a hell of a lot more when you tell yourself good job than anybody else we've discovered. <laughs> um, so if you've never tried it, you should cause it feels great. All right. Adam, <laughs> this week you have worked on the new songs for your album and gotten even closer to finishing this big project that you've set forth on. You've uh, helped Erica finish new projects uh, for her stuff, her new songs for her projects, and. You have maintained your workout schedule. You've eaten pretty good. You've been getting better with your sleeping schedule. And you have... Um, I know I did something else. Oh, yeah, and you did stuff for your other job, too. Even though 
you didn't necessarily have to. <laughs> and you've maintained a pretty positive outlook um, throughout all the situations. And for that, I'm going to say good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Yay. You did good. It never even, it doesn't feel it until you say until the good job. Say, I'm proud yeah. of you. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Every time. Jesus. <laughs> Why is it so difficult? It's so Ugh. weird. God. It's like a little magic uh, release. Release. Yeah. It's like the it's release like a valve. valve. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Y'all need to do it. For real. You guys definitely need to do it. Um, all right. Well, it's, we've come me, to the end. We've come to the end. Let me read my bulletin. Read your bulletin. Thanks for coming to Turning Purple. Thanks for coming to Turning Purple. Um, <laughs> Um, first of all, if you want to help us out, the easiest and cheapest thing you can do is tell a friend, post it on, post an episode on your social media and tell yes, everyone please. how much you love our podcast, because that would help us out immensely. It would. Um, uh, we, oh, okay. Well, I'll save that for the end, but. Um, yeah, we got our Patreon. You can go subscribe and get an extra episode for After Hours. Patreon. You can catch com us at uh, patreon.com slash turning purple. Um, it's in the description of this podcast. Um, you can watch us on YouTube. We post the video of us every week, and um, it's a lot of editing, so let's not let it go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you can see Erica's lovely look, and you could just mm -hmm. see me wearing what I normally wear. Um, catch us on Twitter. Tell us what you like. Tell, let us know if you have any questions, comments, and, concerns, uh, comments, concer comments, queries, concerns. Um, and yeah, all the retweets and whatever that you want to do on our Twitter at twitter.com at turning purple underscore. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can also email us at turning purple pod at gmail.com if you want to not use Twitter. And still ask us a question uh, if you have any ideas for topics or things you'd like to know more about. Yes, please. Hit us up. We like to hear from you. Um, we also have a weekly live stream weekly show live stream called The Living Room. The Living Room. Every Tuesday night on Twitch. On Twitch at you can 7 p.m. Pacific. PST. 10 p.m. Eastern. PST. Um, where you can log in to Twitch and watch our live stream, chat with us live, see me singing, and Erica cutting, rug. cutting it up, turning it, and um, just just a good old Kiki carry on shenanigans. Um, good old fashioned fact carryings on um, for a good hour every Tuesday night to maybe just give you a little. Give you a lift. Yeah. Give and you, a you lift can and put a dollar in a titty too if you want. Yeah. You can tip us. If you'd like to tip us, and even if you don't watch the show, at Adam Joseph Music on PayPal, Venmo, and Cash App. Erica's not on PayPal, but she's got Venmo and Cash App at, at Erica Tour. Erica Tour. E R I C K A T O U R E. And um, lastly, I just want to urge everyone to remember that there's a presidential election coming up and we at Turning Purple support 
voting. Yes. You got to fucking vote. Voting and not voting for Donald Trump. I'm yeah. going to say that. Just don't vote for Donald Trump. Please. Um, I feel like, oof. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, vote. For, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> vote by mail. Um, it's not too late to register. Just do it. Don't vote, forget. Vote, vote. Vote. If and everybody don't votes, about, we might get what we want. Yeah, we might get what we want, but don't for, also don't forget about down ballot elections are just down ballot candidates are just as important as presidential candidates True. in the society that we have right now. Uh, the way that things are, yeah. the only way that things are going to change, the president matters, but not as much as down ballot candidates. Right, progressive voices, we need them. So yeah. vote. For progressive peeps, please. Please. Yeah, and just vote in general because... Vote, 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 vote. It's important. It is important. Don't forget it. Don't forget. It's coming up. It's coming up. And you can do it by mail. You don't even have to leave your house. Nope. So yeah, that. Do it. That part. That part. Okay, so I think it's time have we for come to the, a little bit of closure. The finale. The climax. The climax. Is this the climax? This is the afterglow, maybe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's for after hours. (laughs) Save that for after hours. Write that down. Climax. Okay. Um, uh, We have a little mantra that we made up uh, just starting this season. Yeah. Just to remind ourselves of the things that we might want to be reminded of to give us a look at what we want to see um i posted on our twitter recently um i wonder if anyone's saying it along with us at home i mean that would be cute you can you can always rewind it if you miss it um but i think it's about that time i think it's about that time hey wait a minute Mm. Aren't you forgetting something? Well, it's only Thursday, Thomas. Never mind. I think I need you to say it every morning. Very well. All right, ready, Erica? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. (gasps) I am am an an artist. artist. I am creative. I am talented. I am productive. I am capable of using the full force of my talents to bring it to the floor, turn it out, and gag the children. Okay. See you next week, guys. See you next week. Thanks for watching. We love you. Bye.